It is time to check in once again on Talk of the Town to the mayor of Collingwood, Mayor Brian Saunderson. Always great to talk to you, Brian. Oh, it's always great to chat with uh, both of you. Good morning. Brian, you know, we're headlong into the Olympic Games in Tokyo as a former two-time Olympian yourself. What's your thoughts on the way the Games are going this year? Oh, I think Canada is doing great. It was wonderful to watch Penny Alexic mm. establish a new record for medal count for a Summer Olympian, six medals. And she's got three more events. Uh, I've been watching the rowing, which was my sport, and uh, a lot of Canadians getting into the finals very exciting to see uh it's a wonderful olympics and although uh, it's being obscured to some degree by the lack of uh um spectators uh certainly it shouldn't we should not allow it to obscure the performance of these great athletes and uh, they've been training very hard for this so i know that they're they're out treating this as any other olympics and with or without spectators it's uh, it's wonderful to see yeah and, and hopefully the nation will stay behind our athletes uh, as they always have because it's uh as you can attest to, a, a huge commitment to to compete on that level. Yes, absolutely. What we're watching is just a, a sliver in time for these athletes. They've been working at this for four years, for the whole well, five years for this Olympics, but uh, many, many years prior to that. And it's like taking your entire career and putting it on the head of a needle. Mm. Yeah, true. Uh, Brian, last time we chatted, last week, we asked you to... Uh, to check in on, on what's going on with the, the grain terminals, uh, I know this was something that everybody talked about during the election campaign, that uh, something had to be done and something was going to be done right away. Uh, we're a bit ways into the term, and it doesn't look like anything's been done. Well, in fact, quite a bit has been done. The terminals are kind of like an iceberg. Uh, there's a lot going on under the surface. Mm. Um, obviously, this is a very uh, historic uh, iconic part of Collingwood. It really defines our shipping past and our, our waterfront uh, past as a, as a harbor. Um, we have done a number of things, including um, surveys, an engineering survey to see how the, the terminals are doing structurally and what uh, things need to be dealt with immediately. We've done uh, surveys of the underwater to look not only at the concrete slabs that it sits on, but also the uh, Footings. There's about 4,200 pylons uh, underwater, and uh, we've seen that they're generally in good shape. Uh, and so the next, uh, what's recently gone on, is that we have done put out an RFP for a heritage study. Uh, the terminals are in the heritage district, and they're clearly a heritage structure, and so we want to know what the impacts are <coughs> of uh, repurposing um, if, uh, how that might uh, affect the historical impact or work in with the uh, history of the buildings. And we're also, and that has been awarded. So the heritage study will be, is starting now. Uh, and then we are putting out an RFP for an advisor. So the ultimate plan for the terminals is to look at uh, a partnership arrangement, uh, how we might repurpose these to help fund them, uh, to, uh, to bring them up uh, to current-day standards uh, and what purpose that would be. So we are hiring an RFP, can, or sorry, a P3, public partner, uh, public-private partnership consultant to, uh, to handle that process for us. So that RFP is uh, going out shortly, and uh, once we've hired that person, then we will have an RFP out for expressions of interest for, uh, for people that uh, would or companies that have concepts or ideas for how we can repurpose 
the terminals. As you know, there are about an $8 million contingent liability on our books. And uh, so what we need to look at is a way that we can uh, responsibly uh, share the cost of uh, getting the terminals uh, repurposed and uh, and reused. There has been talk of a, of a public, uh, you know, a, a partnership or at least some private to investment in there to, to take it over for, for so many, many years. What's changed now that we think it's going to be viable? Well, I think what's changed is that uh, we're now going about this in a very intentional uh, uh, way. And uh, I think in 2020, 2014, Council just put a for sale sign on the terminals. Right. Uh, and now what we're trying to do is look at, uh, understand what those terminals mean to to our heritage, understand what the structural, uh, what the current state of the terminals is, so what uh, types of repairs need to be undertaken. We have an idea of what it costs to keep the terminals versus what it would cost to tear them down. And we are we have engaged the public, and we will be engaging the public as we move forward, um, both, I think, in uh, the uh, heritage study, but also the uh, RFP processes. So there will be public engagement, and I think the heritage uh, engagement will start uh, in the next, uh, by around the fall, next six to eight weeks, and on through Engage Collingwood. So if people are interested, they can watch through that. But I, I think really what where we are now is we are taking a very intentional uh, approach about how what we do with the terminals. Uh, it's a long-term approach, and we're doing it understanding all the factors uh, that will affect and impact the viability and the, the uh, economics of uh, repurposing the terminals. The interim control uh, bylaw is still in effect, uh, sort of restricting development now as we try to get our uh, water treatment and, and our uh, water supplies uh, up to speed with the, the increased development that's happening in our community. Uh, where do we stand on, on where that water treatment plan is looking? Well, uh, we've just awarded the contract uh, for the design of the expan- plant expansion. And it's been awarded, uh, you know, I think uh, it's a very successful uh, RFP that went out. And uh, so we have hired, the town has hired ACOM uh, uh, company, which is a global infrastructure consulting firm. And uh, they're an international company with about 1,400 staff in Ontario and over 40,000 worldwide. But we've also got some uh, local um input from Ailey and Associates, uh, which was established in Collingwood in 1961. So we have international expertise as well as local expertise, and I think this will be a very dynamic team. Um, Right now, our plant has a capacity of about uh, 31 megaliters a day, and this first stage of our expansion uh, will expand it, it will more than double that. We'll get us up to about 68 megaliters a day. And then phase two will take us to 101 megaliters per day, which is actually the uh, capacity of the intake pipe. And, uh, you know, we uh, were very excited about this. Uh, Council received um, uh, a presentation and uh, the plant, the conceptual drawings of the plant. It will be at the current uh, site of the Raymond Barker uh, water treatment plant and it will continue to be the Raymond Barker water treatment plant. And it's at the east end of uh, Sunset Point, which is a very uh, popular point. So 
this will actually enhance the point and uh, there will be uh, sort of an educational aspect to the water treatment facility that will talk about uh, water treatment, the importance of water, uh, as well as climate change and environmental change uh, issues uh, that we're seeing and how that will impact our, our drinking water moving forward. Um, and uh, I think it's just going to be uh, very exciting. It will be adding um, another barrier. Uh, as we know, when the plant was expanded in 1997 to the cryptosporidium, uh, before it was just treating the water with chlorine. Then they added a physical barrier, which is the immersed uh, membranes filtration system. And now we will be adding UV disinfection, which will uh, take assist the chlorine in killing off uh, micro pathogens in the water and uh, and we're looking at ways during the treatment or the expansion <clears throat> that we can mitigate uh, the difference with our summer winter by retrofitting the plant with UV disinfection which will increase our capacity as we work towards getting the expanded plant open so there's lots going on there it's very encouraging and very exciting uh, and uh, we're very anxious to get this moving. Some great news there. Is there a deadline in terms of when this is is when the RFP is going to be built or it's going to be done? Um, because so much is riding, people are waiting for this to be finished so that we can open up back to development. Uh, yes, um, we are expecting that the plant will be done uh, by late 2025, early 2026. Uh, but we're also looking at ways that we can um, mitigate the. Uh, summer-winter differential to increase our water capacity before the new plant comes online. And, and just to that last point, John, I would say that the, the, the ICBL uh, is a temporary pause, but in no way is it a freeze on development. Mm. So if we actually compare the building permits that we've issued over the last three years, starting in 2019, and these have been our benchmark highs, uh, significantly higher than the preceding years, Right now, uh, June 30 of this year, we'd issued 364 building permits, which was between 2020 and 2019. And in both 2020 and 2019, we issued slightly over 800 uh, permits per year. And, and this year, we'll be about 15, 10 to 15% below that. So we'll be around 760 permits for the year, So, which is far and away uh, more permits than we had issued uh, prior to 2019 on an annual basis. So development has been paused and impacted to some degree by the ICPL, but in no way has it been stopped. So our, our, uh, that industry is going full steam in Collingwood right now, and uh, there's lots of jobs related to that. And we're, we've done councils working very hard with staff to make sure that we have not uh, impacted uh, our local economy through the ICBL. It's a, it's a measure that we had to take given our water constraints, but we've worked very hard through the exemption process, which means permits can be issued by the ICBL is in place. And then once we've done our land use study and that's been awarded, our consultants are moving forward on that right now as we speak. Um, once we've lifted that, we will have a water uh, allocation framework, which will then carry us forward uh, in awarding development from now or from the time we lift the ICBL to the time that we get the new plant uh, expansion commissioned and online. So, uh, you know, we understand this is a top priority really for this council uh, since we've discovered that there is a water capacity issue. But we are working forward on all fronts and development is continuing. Brian Saunderson is the mayor of Collingwood. Brian, thank you so much for joining us here on Talk of the Town. Thank you to both of you and have a great day.